Two months ago, I was asked by some of my Red Cross peers if it was necessary to wear a face mask. At that time, I responded with a resounding no. I told them that wearing a mask provided little protection, and given that they would likely be fiddling with it incessantly, touching their faces all the while, it might actually do more harm than good. And for some of the masks, like the medical grade N95 model, they would need to be fit tested to assure that the mask was sized and worn properly. In reality, if anyone should be wearing a mask, it should be those who are contagious. And at the time, this no mask necessary recommendation was being shared by our government and healthcare systems. I explained that we needed to be consistent and intentional about our messaging to reduce any confusion. Fast forward two months, and the message is now to wear a mask or some type of face covering. That recommendation has been put forth from the same government and healthcare systems. What's more, I have changed my position on masks and would affirm that it's both appropriate and socially responsible to wear a mask. Now, the facts haven't really changed. Wearing a mask still invites us to periodically adjust it, thereby touching our face. Wearing a mask provides us only a little protection, but some is better than none. And some masks still require fit testing. And it's still quite true that if someone is contagious, having them wear a mask is a very appropriate option, affording the rest of us protection. Now, you may be thinking, Steve, why did you change your stance, especially if the facts really haven't changed? I thought you said it was important to be consistent and intentional about our messaging to reduce any confusion. Let me offer this for your consideration. If we simply require only sick people to wear masks, just how compliant do you think they really would be? Sure, those of us who are socially responsible might put on a mask when we are sick, or have symptoms, or have been potentially exposed. But can you imagine the stigma that that would produce? The sick people would surely stick out like sore thumbs. They would likely feel quite excluded and perhaps even marginalized. Plain and simple, requiring only sick people to wear masks is not the appropriate action. So yes, I believe now it's the right thing to do for all of us. Put on your mask or face covering. We all need to be socially responsible and intentional about our actions, especially as faithful Christians. Intentional about our actions. Our scripture passages today demonstrate the intentionality of abiding in God's plan for us. As Will led us in our unison reading from Genesis, Abraham was very intentional about his devotion to God, so intentional that he was prepared to sacrifice his son. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. Now, what we didn't read, just as Abraham was about to sacrifice his son, the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. We recognize that Abraham's devotion to God was rewarded as we hear again from the angel of the Lord in verses 17 and 18. 
I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Abraham was intentional in his devotion to God. And in our second passage, Maggie read from the book of James. We hear how James recounts the story of Abraham's intentional obedience to God. Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. James goes on to say, You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Wait, did, did you hear what James just said? A person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone? That seems to be inconsistent with what we've heard before, specifically from the Apostle Paul, who first reminds us in his letter to the Romans in chapter 3, verse 28, for we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. And again, in his letter to the Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not by your own doing. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Now, is James flip-flopping on what Paul had originally proclaimed in regard to faith and deed, much like our face mask conundrum where I could be regarded as flip-flopping, there appears to be inconsistency with the message. As we've heard before, a consistent and intentional message is essential in order to reduce any confusion. If we are to be socially responsible, should we not be provided with a reliable and deliberate message to follow? We all have preconceived notions of what we should hold on to, and we all have biases. Paul said we are righteous through faith, and James said faith alone was not enough. So who is right? Are there mixed messages regarding faith and works in the Bible, or could it be that Scripture has a means to an end, prompting us to contemplate with intention? If we look merely at the statements without context, one could be confused by the perceived opposing assertions. But if we examine them more closely, I believe we will note a pattern of convergence and consistency. That is certainly some good news. As our guidance and directives of late seems to be changing day by day, we can count on the steadfast Word of God to provide us direction. We must be intentional in studying the Bible a little more closely to fully understand God's messaging. In the biblical context of faith and works, simply by looking at a single Greek word, for example, we can interpret meaning differently. The word in question here is erga, which in our passage from James chapter 2, verse 14, in the NIV version, is translated as deeds as opposed to works. Listen carefully. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? From this interpretation, we can infer that James is meaning that works is actually the concept of Christian righteousness of deeds 
or as Paul is implying, the concept of works of the law. In essence, Paul is affirming that through the grace of our faith in Jesus Christ, we are righteous regardless of abiding in the Jewish laws. In, in other words, simply following the law will not make us righteous, nor should we expect salvation by merely following the law. It is our faith that makes us righteous and affords us salvation. At the same time, James is addressing that our faith should be a faith accompanied by action. Faith includes deeds. James gives us an example in verses 21 and 22 to help clarify. Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. Now, all that to say, James emphatically explains that deeds are not simply tasks to be added to faith, but rather deeds are an integral part of faith. Furthermore, faith changes our heart, which ultimately leads to faith accompanied by action. Christian faith should naturally come become faith accompanied by action. As such, faith affords salvation. Conversely, if we are not moved to take action, if we do not feel called to help others in need, are we truly faithful Christians? Bottom line, James is simply saying that faith without deeds is basically non-existent faith. It's really not a contradiction to anything Paul has proclaimed, but rather a more thorough explanation of the Christian faith. Regardless of how deeply one studies the word of Scripture, I truly believe here at First Presbyterian Church, we understand James's message, and we all feel in our hearts a call to serve others. Mission is a big part of what we do here. We are called to be intentional in our faith accompanied by action. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 35 and 36, Jesus explains, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit. Jesus continues in verse 40. Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Traditionally, we talk about deeds as service projects or mission trips, a few examples might include that we prepare and serve meals at the hospitality house. We collect and distribute food for the Food for Families program. We welcome our neighbors to fellowship and dine with us. We participate in and sponsor health and wellness projects in Haiti and Mexico and join with others in the One Day with God prison ministry. We have several active ministries within the church from knitting to meal preparation, to congregational visitation, and most recently, mask production, thanks to our sewing team. We are very intentional about caring for others. And there are less traditional efforts that demonstrate our faith accompanied by action. This morning, I'd like to share with you some examples on a smaller, more personal scale. Such actions can have a significant and positive impact, even when the scope is limited. Take, for instance, the power of connection. On Sunday mornings, back in the good old days when we were still meeting at the church, I would always look forward 
to a young man by the name of Thomas to greet me as he arrived at church. It didn't matter if Thomas had to walk across the entire span of the gathering space. He would seek me out, and with an outstretched arm, he would firmly shake my hand as he looked me directly in the eye. With a smile, he would say, good morning. That connection would only last a few seconds, but as you can see, the meaningfulness can last a lifetime. Faith accompanied by action, a powerful example of social responsibility of a more personal nature, and with maturity, I might add, given that Thomas is a teenager. Often we don't look to our young people to demonstrate faith in such influential ways. Last week, Pastor Jeff spoke about being influential. I believe we can make a connection between being influential and being intentional. Often such qualities run hand in hand. Sometimes we aren't even aware of the influence we can have. But if we are being intentional in our faith and deeds, a supportive influence will often emerge. Being intentional can also help us to hold one another to be more accountable. I strive to be intentional in reading the Bible, but sometimes I need some help. I can call upon a trio of accountability partners who are very intentional in keeping me on task. Grayson, Annie, and Madeline all participate in various reading plans with me through the Bible app on our cell phones. Their youthful vigor is motivating and holds me well to task. We are all called to live in a faith community where we can support one another. Might I suggest that if you don't have anyone to hold you accountable, perhaps today is the day to explore such options. It should be noted that whether it is Thomas, or the trio of comrades, these young people are engaging not because they have to, but because they want to. Have you ever met a teenager who did something consistently and intentionally well because they were forced into doing it? Certainly not. There always needs to be a sense of empowerment and fulfillment if we are to be successful. That's faith accompanied by action. We may not enjoy every aspect of what we are called to do from God, but if we are living intentionally faithful lives, we do what it takes, knowing that we are serving a God who loves us so much that he was willing to sacrifice his son on our behalf. Serving God in these times can be challenging as we struggle to identify new ways to demonstrate our faith accompanied by action. We must develop fresh opportunities to be intentional in how we offer care to others. Lately, we've heard the term social responsibility as it relates to COVID-19. Let's care for the health and wellness of others by being socially responsible, by keeping our distance, by wearing our masks, and by washing our hands. Let's, let's demonstrate social responsibility in our faith accompanied by action. What might that look like? We've already been engaged in some of these activities when we have called to check on members of our church family, when we have written thank you notes to healthcare workers, when we have handed out food boxes. What else might there be for us to do? If nothing else, our actions, our deeds, might be to simply share a message in a consistent and intentional manner. 
a message of social responsibility, a message of faith, a message consistent with our understanding that there is hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. I share with you now some encouragement from various verses of 1 Peter chapter 5. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Cast all your anxiety on God because he cares for you. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Let us all be intentional as we, this sh- as we share the message of hope with others. May our faith be accompanied by action and our deeds be full of intention. May we all live and love with intention. May we embrace an intentional life in Christ offered freely to us by our risen Lord and Savior. And may we joyfully proclaim that our faith accompanied by action has saved us as we go together in peace to share hope and the good news of the gospel this day and forevermore. Amen.